deep in the heart of Central Texas, it's the Best of the Outdoors podcast. Brought to you by Texas Fish and Game Magazine, the voice of the Texas outdoor nation and broadcasting worldwide. I'm so excited that you took the opportunity to join us today. I am your host, Dustin Von Warnke, outdoor writer, videographer, speaker, blogger, and podcaster. Thank you so much for taking the opportunity to join us. And uh, if you're streaming the show for the first time or downloading it for the first time, I invite you to subscribe to our podcast. And if you've not done so already, please leave us a review on iTunes or however you found our podcast. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're on FM Player. We're on iTunes. We're all over the place. And uh, that would help us uh, help other people find the show and help us uh, grow our audience a little bit. And that would mean a lot to us here at the magazine. So... We're back, and I apologize. I have not had a podcast out in a couple of weeks. I have been traveling to the NRA show. I've been back for a couple of weeks now, and so I made a podcast go live. The one that I did previously, the solo podcast that I did previously on crossbows, went live the week that I left for the NRA show, which is in uh, kind of mid to late May, and I came back from the NRA show, and I've just been running and gunning ever since I've been back from the show, and um, it's it's been a blast, so I've been meaning to get a podcast out for a while, and I'm doing another solo podcast today, so thank you so much for tuning in for that, and um, for taking the opportunity to join us, I really appreciate that. So, all that being said, I came back from the NRA show, and I did a blog post this past week to the time that I posted this podcast. I uh, did a blog post, and it's going to appear live on fishgame.com, which is uh, the voice of the Texas Outdoor Nation and uh, can be seen anywhere in the world, and that is fishgame.com. That's going to appear this next week that we start out, the first full week of June, and um, that's going to uh, be live, uh, going live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for all three parts, one, two, and three. I have all three parts live on my website, warnkeyoutdoors.com, which is W-A-R-N-C-K-E, outdoors.com, if you know how to spell my last name by now. <laughs> and uh, you can check out all three of the... Um, of the parts of the series that I did and uh, I'll have everything on there for you to see and kind of check out the highlights of the show. So what I try to do with the um, podcast and what I try to do with the blog, with the writing that I do from the NRA show and from all the other shows that I go to is I try to make, you know, what we try to do at Texas Fishing Game is try to find what's kind of educational, what's kind of interesting, uh, what's kind of unique, and those kind of things. And that's kind of what my focus has been for the NRA show. Tons of guns, tons of uh, of all kinds of other things there. Um, it's just, it's hard to explain what it's like being in a, a giant room with 70,000 people that support the Second Amendment rights. You know, it's, uh, it's a really cool thing there. So to start off with the highlights of the show were uh, the gun range that they had set up. They had an air gun range. And it was probably, I don't know, about 25 yards long. And uh, they had range safety officers there from the uh, NRA that were volunteers. And I went on Thursday because the show officially started on Friday through the weekend, through Saturday and Sunday. And I officially started um, my kind of coverage and, and kind of uh, experimenting with things when I showed up on Thursday to the show and it was a crazy flight getting in and out of security is always a mess you know coming out of austin where i live uh the austin area and um so i got there i barely missed my flight or almost missed my flight by about five minutes but i got there and um, i was happy it's funny the way the flight plan worked to get from here to 
uh, Louisville, Kentucky, where the show was held this year. It's going to be held next year in Atlanta, Georgia. So hopefully that'll be a little bit uh, less chaotic. But I had to fly from Austin to uh, Chicago O'Hare Airport to get to Louisville, Kentucky, which if you look at a map makes no sense at all. But uh, that all being said, to fly back, I had to fly to from Louisville to North Carolina to, I think, Charlotte, North Carolina was where I landed, and then caught a flight from Charlotte, North Carolina back to Austin, and it was a red-eye flight. I got home uh, after midnight that night, and uh, but man, what a show. It was an incredible show. I started out, like I started to say here, at the gun range on Thursday, and uh, air gun range, and I got to shoot some of Umarex's awesome handguns. They're uh, air handguns. They're basically powered by CO2 canisters, and I shot three of them. I've, they have a Colt Peacemaker style, they've got a Browning, and they've got a Beretta style. And these look and feel like the real thing. They look like a full power handgun but they operate like an air gun and they work off of co2 and when i say they operate like a handgun the co2 actually blows the slide back to rechamber the next round and um they're they're just an incredible gun uh they're great for learning and training young shooters how to shoot a big handgun and they're great for just general plinking and target practice. And, and there's so many cool things you can do with air guns. And I cover air guns a lot in the blog. And I'll cover air guns quite a bit in this podcast as well. Because they are kind of the next generation of, uh, of what we call guns. Because there's so many innovations being made in that industry right now. And that's an exciting thing. Um, the main thing that I enjoy about them is they're cheap to shoot. And I like to save money just like everybody else. I'm not a cheapskate by any means. But I like to save money. Because there's a lot of money you can you know, um, spend in the, in the firearms industry or in the air gun industry on guns and ammo and all those other things. And it's nice when you find something that gives you practical practice and, uh, gives you good long-term, um, you know, shooting skills, but not spending a ton of money doing it. And that's kind of the thing that I enjoyed about shooting the, um, the air guns from Umarex. Uh, they're, they're just great. Their brochure who I have, hold on, let me get it here is, uh, they call it air slash fire firearms inspired air pistols. And, uh, they're for convenient, affordable training. They look like real guns. They operate, like I said, like real guns, especially the semi-autos operate with blowback. Um, you know, the slide actually operates like it, like it would on a uh, real, you know, um, firearm, but they're an air gun. And um, I just had a blast with them. So the saying that Umarex says is train more, shoot better. And I highly, definitely recommend getting an Umarex pistol because they're just a great all-around gun. They're well-made. They feel the fit and finish is just like a, a real firearm, but they're an air gun. And uh, I had a lot of fun. They carry the brands like um, brands of firearms that you're used to, like H&K, Beretta, Colt, Smith & Wesson, Walter, M&P uh, from Smith & Wesson. So there's just some great, uh, great things there. I'll put this back. But uh, some great, I just had a blast shooting those. I felt like I was a kid again. You know, I love shooting air guns. I've never shot a lot of air gun pistols except for the Air Force Talon P, which I have, which is kind of a pistol, but it's more set up like a rifle. And uh, I'll get into Air Force guns in just a second, but uh, I just had a blast uh, shooting those guns from Umarex. I spent quite a bit of time on that gun range um, before it got busy and crowded. 
uh, before everybody kind of showed up and uh, had a blast doing that. So definitely check out Umarex uh, air guns. They're a blast. <laughs> They're a lot of fun. Other thing I noticed was Air Force Air Guns was there. I stopped by and visited with Yvette and John and Kiva and all my friends there at Air Force Air Guns. We've done a whole podcast on the Air Force Texan before, and we've also covered the Condor and the Talon and the um, Escape and all the other different firearms, uh, not firearms, I'm sorry, excuse me, air guns that they have. And um, they have just a great, really unique-looking gun, um, and their air guns are just second to none. They're very, very, very high-quality they, uh, the Texan is now, and I've mentioned this in this podcast before, the Texan is the world's most powerful production air gun, and it shoots a 45 caliber uh, slug. It is also chambered in a 308 and 357. That was new at Shot Show this year, and they uh, they uh, are just just pushing the envelope on what can be done with an air gun. It's really exciting times to be able to see you know the uh, innovations that they're making with uh, with making a a great air gun. And the Texans a big boy air gun. Like I said, it's in 308, 357, or um, the general 45 caliber that they first started out with. The next thing I think that's going to come from Air Force is suppressed, integrally suppressed, would like they have with some of their smaller 25 caliber and smaller air guns um i think that is one of the things we can see from air force next and um they're just a great a great gun to shoot i have plans to go out this weekend as a matter of fact and shoot my texan because it's a fantastic air gun and i have a lot of fun with it and i'm getting ready to go prepare for a hunt my next um, gun hunt will be with an air gun with the air force texan i plan to go out to db hunting ranch and take a shot at a hog uh, with uh, 45 caliber um, Texan, so I'm excited about that. Also ran into somebody that I met through LinkedIn a while back, and that was John Thompson. He is the owner of Ogre Manufacturing, and Ogre makes some really cool products. Their flagship product that I kind of think is their flagship in the firearms industry because they make several products is uh, the EnviroClean FA, and it is basically a gun solvent that, and unlike most gun solvents, does not smell awful and does not get you kicked out of the house into the garage to clean your guns. Uh, that also is a good consideration with Ogre products is uh, with the EnviroClean FA is that you don't end up um, making your gun smelly, which is important when you're trying to be scent-free for deer hunting especially. Hogs have a really good nose too. And uh, a lot of solvents, you know, if you don't clean them out right, if you don't take care of, um, you know, uh, making sure you you get the solvent out and get your gun oiled and everything, uh, can make your gun smell bad. So um, the Ogre product is a very, very good Gun cleaning uh, product is great for black powder. If anybody shoots black powder out there, there's less mess, it's less smelling, and it's a great product. It really, really is uh, is a good working product. It is also environmentally safe, which you don't find with a lot of other gun solvents out there. So I use EnviroClean, and excuse me, I use EnviroClean. I'm getting too excited here, and um, have a blast with uh, with everything that I comes with um, with the Ogre manufacturing products. They also make some products called Dry as a Duck, and they make a boot oil. And the Dry as a Duck is kind of a um, water fast uh, oil that you put on your boots or any kind of leather gear and uh, suede and those kind of things, and it makes them waterproof, which is really cool. I've done that with my boots with the with the um, with the uh, products from uh, from Ogre, and I've also done the uh, Here Fishy Fishy. I have a bottle of that I plan to use on my next fishing trip, and I'm excited about that because um, I, I I have seen the pictures that John had at the NRA show of fish that he was catching, just on a huge fish uh, that he was catching with this fish attractant that he has called Here Fishy Fishy, and um, 
Uh, but that's a good product to try out. He has a boot oil, like I said. He's got a great uh, fish attractant. He's got um, some water fast products that you can use on your uh, on your different um, you know gear that you have that you want to make waterproof or uh, oil up and those kind of things, especially leather and those kind of things. So really enjoy working with Ogre Manufacturing. They're a small company. I try to get them as much press and as much um, you know. Uh, media as I can because I really like that company. I really like what they're up to and they really create some good products. So check out Ogre Manufacturing. You can find them on their website at ogremfg.com and that is uh, Ogre Manufacturing. You can check out his products. That uh, That's just really cool, cool stuff that he's got. Okay, next up is the Crossman Airbow and the Bulldog and Centerpoint Crossbows. These are all from the Crossman Company. And the Crossman Company is uh, really pushing the envelope on what can be done in the archery and air gun world. And one of the things that I thought was really interesting about, I just wrote an article that I linked in the blog post that I wrote about the um, Benjamin Crossman um, Pioneer Airbow. And what it does is shoots a full-length arrow out of an air gun at about 450 feet per second. That's never been done before. Uh, the the fastest and the most powerful crossbow that I'm aware of shoots at about 425 feet per second, and that is very fast. And uh, a lot of the bow manufacturers for compound bows come out and um, and are trying to push the envelope on getting speed. But you know, never before has an air gun been um, purpose to shoot an arrow the way that this one has. And I really think they're onto something. You can get eight shots per fill. Um, eight arrows that you can get off in, uh, in, in a fill of, uh, of the air tank, uh, of the, uh, of the Benjamin, uh, airbow. And, uh, I'm impressed. I mean, it's uh, seeing it in person is even better than looking at it, uh, online and researching and writing about it. But I wrote an article that you can check out at fishgame.com about the airbow and, uh, how it's such a game changer. That's what Jim Shockey calls it as a game changer. And he's right. He shot a Buffalo with it. It only took a couple of shots and uh, killed a big old buffalo with it and uh, as a hunting tool it's great here in texas obviously we have hogs we have exotics we have a lot of big game exotics even up to um, african game exotics here in texas that you can shoot with the airbow and uh, it's just a great overall uh, weapon for sure also they have a big bore gun called the bulldog they had previously um, the rogue benjamin rogue and that was a big bore i believe that was a 357 um uh, air gun and the bulldog is the one that's kind of the next generation of that and that's a good looking air gun it's a bullpup style stock and um overall just a just a great looking gun i'm looking at it right now on our on our uh, blog post that i've got up and um just a, a good looking gun that comes in camo and the thing with the airbow as well that i forgot to mention you can put camo decals on it to kind of make it whatever you want it that comes with camo decals the uh Benjamin uh, Bulldog already comes with some um, some camo features to it, and it's got a great scope on it. And uh, Benjamin also makes their own ammunition for it, which is ballistic tipped, and it just looks uh, it just looks awesome. And last thing on Crossman before I um, go to the next thing is Centerpoint Crossbow. Centerpoint is a, their scope flagship brand for all their air gun scopes, and they've made a scope now to mount on a crossbow as well as a crossbow to mount it on. And their crossbow uh, that I looked at and I took the most interest in was a Sniper 370, which has a price tag of right around uh, 300 to 350. I've seen it in a couple of places and uh, priced uh, differently, but 
Um, really, I'm big about crossbows. If you listen to the show, you know the last podcast about that, um, my solo podcast about the center point. Uh, I'm sorry, just about the Barnett crossbows and that kind of stuff. But when I ran into the center point precision optics um, brand of crossbows, I was just really impressed with what they had to offer. I mean, they're really nice, compact, good looking compound crossbows. And they, um, they're really built for, uh, for speed. They're really built for, um, great, uh, great power. And they're really built at a good price point. Cause like I said, the one that I looked at, I think was right around 300, $350. I think it's three forty nine ninety nine to be exact. But, um, you know, for something underneath $400, a quality product, I really think, um, they did well with this and, uh, designing their own crossbows. They brought this to ATA from what Chip Honeycutt, the, um, the VP of sales, I believe, or VP of marketing, I forget what he does there, but he's uh, he's a great guy, and he told me they went over really well at the ATA show this year. So I know I talk about crossbows a lot, but check out the line of center point crossbows. I really was impressed with what I saw at the NRA show from them. The Sniper 370 especially was the one that I was interested in. Then we go to STI Guns. This is a company that's right where I'm based out of, and they have a, uh, they're basically a 1911 manufacturer. If you never heard of STI Guns, you can look them up. They've got a website, stiguns.com, and um, they have a really high-end, uh, precision-made 1911 platform that is just great. The build quality and overall fit and finish with their handguns was just really impressive. I really thought what they had to, to offer was good. Their, their 1911s are not the cheapest ones that you will find. A lot of them are in the $2,000 price range, but if you really want a highly quality, you know, high quality made um, handgun, uh, they've got some really impressive products with STI guns, so I highly recommend that you check them out. stiguns.com and uh they've they've got a really good marketing director jens crow i've met with him a couple of times i saw him at shot show when i was first introduced to the company and then i met him at the nra show again and took a couple of pictures i've got on my blog right now and uh wow i mean they're just good looking guns they really are and precision made and quality and the fit and finish is unlike any 1911 you're gonna find out there that's not a full custom job um and I'm really impressed with uh, with what they've done with STI guns. So, okay. Or uh, the second uh, round of posts that I did here. I ran into AdCore Defense. That's A-D-C-O-R, Defense. You can run into them. Let me pull up their website here. AdCoreDefense.com. That's A-D-C-O-R-D-E-F-E-N-S-E. AdCoreDefense.com. They make a piston, charge, a piston AR called the AdCore Elite. Uh, their piston uh, AR charging handle is uh, ambidextrous, so you can go from one side of the gun or the other side of the gun, whether you're left-handed or right-handed. You still have the rear charging handle, but the cool thing about operating the gun from the fore end of it is that you have you know another way to charge the gun or another way to operate the the gun um, you know in a in a setting if you can't get to the rear charging handle. And it's a very advanced AR-15 platform. Um, It's not your typical AR-15. It looks like an AR-15, but it's not really a typical, you know, um, version of the AR-15 rifle just because of the way the upper is built. And I'm going to cover black guns a little bit more on this podcast because I ran into some really cool innovations that are coming out. But AdCore Defense, I met with uh, Manny, who's their marketing director, 
and uh, really am impressed with this company. They really have some forward thinking, if you will. Their motto is charging forward, and that's the whole thing with the charging forward handle. But um, really impressed with what they do. They offer the AdCore Elite, I believe, in the following calibers, 5.56 by 45. That's 223 um, in, in, uh, in the civilian round. 7.62 by 39, which is you've watched into my videos. You know that's one of my favorite calibers. And then 300 Blackout, which is similar in a lot of ways to the 7.62 by 39, but you can run it suppressed. And um, that's what a lot of folks do. It's a good full power uh, center fire um, rifle round, the 300 Blackout is, that is very well suited for the uh, 223 AR-15 or 5.56 AR-15 platform because it uh, can run in the same exact magazine as the 223 because it's built off of the 223 case. And um, that's impressive. So offering in those three calibers, the 5.56 uh, or 223, the uh, 7.62 by 39 of the 300 blackout, um, they're onto something there. They've got some really cool stuff. Also ran into G2 Research. I ran into these guys from a press release because I work for Texas Fishing Game Magazine in the ad sales department. So I ran into um, the folks over there that uh, that make the G2 Research ammunition. And they make some really cool stuff. They have uh, the Civic Duty RIP, which I forget what RIP stands for, but it's uh, it, it, it's a really good performing ammunition, and then the Trident ammunition. And what brought me to them was the um, initial thing that I looked at was the uh, Trident ammunition for the 762 by 39 which I own two SKSs. And anybody out there that owns an SKS or an AK-47 or even they make single shot 762 by 39s out there, it's a great round. It's a good hog hunting round. It's kind of an intermediary round or intermediate round, I should say, not intermediary, intermediate round. And, um, and that's a really good, you know, obviously it was designed for uh, war settings, but you can hunt with it as well. And I noticed it as being a good hunting round because of the expansion that you can see. And you can see the pictures on uh, my website or on the fishgame.com website of the uh, Civic Duty. I believe it's a 45 uh, ACP round that they have. And it looks like a starfish. I mean, the way that it is expanded, the way that the round is designed is is so it will expand better on contact. And it is a wonderful um, self-defense round from what I can see. it. Uh, I'm going to get a, a pack of these for my rifles and for my... Um, and for my handguns, because I own a 9mm handgun now, too, that I can use. And they make it a 945, 357 SIG, those kind of uh, semi-auto guns. But looking at the pictures that I took from the uh, NRA show, holy smokes, the thing expands out like a starfish. I mean, it's a, it's a, just a really good, high-performing round for self-defense uh, and for hunting. Because what you're looking for is that uh, expansion for hunting. An expansion in a self-defense round, and I certainly would hate to get hit by one. I mean, it is extremely um, devastating what uh, what the ammunition that they had on display that had been fired into ballistics gel or had been fired into, um, you know, whatever they fired it into for it to expand that way uh, was just amazing. So G2 Research, um, they have a website, I believe, at g2rammo.com. That's g2rammo.com. And um, check them out. I'm really impressed with what I saw with the Civic Duty, the RIP, and the Trident ammunition that they had for rifles and, and handguns. Then moving right along to EOTech. I've been a big fan of this company since I first got my first EOTech holographic sight. 
They are now coming out with scopes and they've come out with the model 512, which is kind of their flagship product for a crossbow, the model 512 expo. And what um, they're doing is just innovative with holo sites. They, they build a lot of night vision compatible uh, holographic sites. And the new thing that's coming out starting in September is going to be the EOTech scopes. And uh, I'm excited about that because to add magnification to holographic site technology is really um, next generation stuff. I mean, it's really cool. And so I wrote about in the uh, blog post that I did, I originally wrote an article on MacandProwler.com. That's M-A-C-A-N-D-P-R-O-W-L-E-R, MacandProwler.com, on the XPS3 site that I received uh, from EOTech many years ago. I guess it's been about four years ago now. Uh, EOTech had sent me one for um, for an article that I was writing, and I'm, I was impressed. I mean, that was a great site. I still own that. I have that on my SKS rifle that's built out. It's a Russian SKS rifle that I have built out to um, to a tactical setup with uh, with a detachable, uh, you know, long, long uh, high capacity magazines. And um, it's a great site. It's just a great tactical site to use. But to think about using one for hunting, you know, the scope, uh, the scopes that they have now are called the Voodoo scopes, I believe. And um, I'm really impressed with the scopes. They've they've really got some good things. I got to look through a couple of them while I was there at the show. And then, you know, I'm a big crossbow fan, the Model 512 crossbow. It actually has a range finding element into it. And um and works uh, off of the same 512 technology, but it is built for a crossbow uh, shooter in mind. And the reticle, it's hard to explain this on a podcast, but the reticle is very unique. Uh, and you can see what the reticle looks like at EOTech's website. Um, but it's just a really impressive um, combination that they came up with for the crossbow. So EOTechinc.com is the website to get to EOTech products and check out the new scopes from them. I believe they're called the voodoo scopes and, um, uh, the really impressive overall, um, things that they had as far as, uh, precision rifle scopes and, uh, holographic sites and just everything that EOTech has to offer is just next generation. It is just really high tech and thinking forward, uh, forward thinking, uh, for the hunter and the shooter in mind. So EO E O T E C H I N C.com is the website for EOTech. So you can check them out. And you can also check out on my blog at fishgame.com or at uh, warnkeyoutdoors.com. You can see the article that I wrote in 2012 on Mac and Prowler's website. So, um, there's that. Then I also ran into blue force gear. I originally ran into these guys at shot show because I received a press release about a, uh, the Vickers sling that they have. And the particular one that I have, I'm getting ready to mount on my AR 15 again, which is a uh, blue to go along with it being blue force gear. Um, is just a really incredible, um, well-made sling and they make great gear that's well-made they make uh, tactical gear such as um pouches chest rigs belt pouches um molly pouches um just overall great tactical gear that you can use in a hunting situation that you can use in a survival situation that you can use in any kind of outdoor camping or um hiking or anything like that that you do they really make some uh forward-thinking products as well uh, and that's what i'm trying to cover here on this podcast is things that i think are unique to the industry and uh, blue gear does it very very well um i met them at shot show like i said i got a press release i have one of their slings now i even got some of the hardware to uh to mount it better on my ar-15 and that's what it's basically made for is uh, is your kind of tactical rifles. But it goes well on a shotgun. It goes well on a AK. It goes go well, obviously, on an AR-15 like I've got mine. 
Um, you can check out Blue Force Gear at blueforcegear.com, all one word. And you can check out their different offerings. The Vicar Sling is kind of their flagship product, and I'm a big fan of uh, of it. Owning one, it's a very well made sling, and I was really impressed with the fit and finish and everything. Owning one of those, and their hardware is just second to none. It is really good hardware. So that's what I ran into there. It was Blue Force Gear. Check them out. They have a cool picture I've got on the blog of a um, raptor that was wearing night vision goggles, like uh, you know this this full size dinosaur raptor, you know, wearing. Some blue force gear and i thought that was really cool so i took a picture of that and put that up on my blog so i thought that was kind of funny uh moving on to part three of the blog i ran into another sling company now vickers you know sling by blue force gear blue force gear obviously makes a ton of other gear and uh, great things for um for uh for your gun or for hunting camping so on and so forth Recoil rifle slings I ran into at a distributor's booth and uh, a retailer's booth, and I forget what booth it was, but uh, they had some really cool products there, and I ran into Will Hawkins' parents. Uh, Will Hawkins is the originator of recoil rifle slings, which are parachute made or paracord made rifle slings, and they're very high quality. I own one on my AR-15. I did an article for Will Hawkins a couple of years ago. Maybe it's been a few years ago now when he first started this company in 2011. I think I wrote the article back in 2013, and I met his mom and dad, and they are great people, but, you know, they make they, they were supporting you know him and and what he is making and showing off some of his slings so i have a picture of his mom kind of modeling a couple of slings that are new this year but uh <laughs> they make some really awesome rifle slings out of parachute cord so the joy of making a rifle sling with parachute cord is that you can have the um the strength of a parachute cord you can have a um uh, you know, you, you can have so many different things that you can do with parachute cord. You can break it down, unwrap it, take it out and, and use it in a survival situation for hundreds of different uses. If you just search Google or YouTube for different uses for parachute cord, uh, there's tons of stuff out there. I wear paracord bracelets every day just cause I like the way they look and they fit and finish, uh, the, of, of a parachute paracord bracelet is great. And then there's seven feet of paracord, uh, on a parachute cord bracelet that, uh, one like I'm wearing right now on a, on a gun sling. Holy smokes. There's a lot of parachute cord and you can do a lot of stuff with it. And the guarantee that, that will first made when he originated the company back in 2011 was, um, that if you have to have your sling rebuilt, if you have to take it apart to use it for survival situation on the, um, on, you know, on the down low, if you are in a, uh, survival situation, they will actually rebuild the sling for you at no cost. Now these are higher end slings. They're going to cost over a hundred dollars in a lot of cases, but they're very well-made slings and they're handmade by veterans, by U S military veterans. Uh, that's the most special part about that company is the fact that they're actually handmade by U.S. veterans. They actually give veterans a job. They put veterans to work. And you know as well as I do, there are a lot of people that um, that leave the military and cannot find gainful employment in the United States these days. These guys put veterans to work and, and, and don't turn anybody down that needs to find a job in the area that they're located and uh, and really make a high-quality parachute cord sling um with uh, for emergency situations and they just look cool too they really look great they come in three different sizes the diamondback pro the viper 221 or the big mamba and the big mamba i saw an example of that one's built for like a 50 cal um 
Barrett or, you know, a really big uh, rifle that shoots a really big bullet. And um, they're built for kind of heavy duty use. The one that I have, I believe, is a Diamondback Pro. And uh, their intermediate sling is the uh, Viper um, 221. And uh, just really cool to see those guys and to see Will's mom and dad. And I saw them uh, in passing at the show the following day on Sunday. And they said, Will said to say hi. So I'm like, tell Will I said hi as well. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm a big fan of what he's doing. So their website I will give on this podcast is recoilrifleslings.com. And you can check out some pictures that I have on the blog. Uh, there's a lot of cool things going on there. So back to AR-15 platforms is uh, the next company that I visited on Saturday of the show is Cobalt Kinetics. And Cobalt Kinetics makes an AR-15 platform unlike anything I've ever seen. Basically, and I got to experiment with one of the guns with dummy rounds. And uh, it takes about three steps out of magazine changes. And the nice thing about that is the way that... Um, that the Cobalt Kinetics uh, platform works is that after you shoot your last round out of a magazine, the magazine automatically falls to the ground. And that last round is in the chamber for you to shoot or load another magazine behind that round. And you basically have, you know, you basically keep on shooting. So I see that a big use for that in a three gun competition. I see that as a big use in, um, you know, I even wrote in the blog, a hog hunting, you know, um, if you need to change magazines, if you're in a helicopter, let's say, and doing a helicopter hog hunt here in Texas, or if you're, you know, anywhere and uh, you're trying to eradicate a bunch of swine, you know, being able to change magazines quickly and get back to shooting is very important. And, um, you know, I'm very pro what Cobalt Connects is doing. I see a hunting, you know, um, use for their uh, for their their rifle and the way that they set up their AR-15 platform, but um, it's great. And the ni nice thing is after you load the, the second magazine and their newer models now, they have, um, you basically slam the magazine home. And if the bolt is open, as the bolt is open, the bolt closes and loads your first round. So not only does it drop out after your magazine is empty and after you're on your last round, after you, you know, clear the gun and shoot your last round, put a new round in, it chambers the first round for you out of the new magazine. Great, great, great product. Um, Again, lots of uses in three-gun competitions, lots of uses in target training or anything like that. Uh, obviously, there's a battle-proven you know, um, uh, method here, too, for military and for police and those kind of situations like that. But I see as a civilian, there's a lot of good use for, uh, for something like that as well. So Cobalt Kinetics, you can find them on the web at cobaltkinetics.com. Cobalt, just like the color, C-O-B-A-L-T, kinetics.com. Dot com. Yeah, so there you go. Cobalt, CobaltKinetics.com. There you go. All right. Also ran into a guy when I was downstairs having a beer the other day uh, at the NRA show. That His name was Luke, and he is one of the territory reps from the Midwest for a company called Desert Tech. And Desert Tech basically is a company that um, manufactures a bolt-action style rifle that is modular. I've never seen anything like this. And these are about $5,000 rifles that you that you can order. And you can order them in, in a variety of different calibers. They go from 300, uh, 3, uh, 308 Winchester up to 338 Lapua. And you can do different things with them. But it, the, to change out a barrel in one of those... You can do that in about a minute, and anybody that's good at doing it or anybody that owns one could probably do it in a minute from what the guy showed me and told me, and um, I was impressed with this company, Desert Tech. 
can be found at, let me make sure I've got their website right, deserttech.com. That's D-E-S-E-R-T-T-E-C-H.com. And they make uh, several different uh, models of their guns, but it's a bolt action, and the bolt is actually in the rear kind of buttstock area of the gun. The trigger and the handguard of it uh, is kind of midway or in the rear portion or midway portion of the rifle. And, um, you know, overall, it's just... It's an incredible rifle for long-range shooting, for big-game hunting, which we do a lot here in Texas. Um, Just overall, a great-looking gun and just an interesting-looking gun. I've never seen anything like a Desert Tech rifle. And like I say, not a cheap gun either, about a $5,000 price point on this one. But uh, uh, I would definitely check one out. They're a really cool-looking rifle and um, especially good for long-range um, shooting and, uh, and big game hunting and long range, big game hunting, if you're into that. So, um, I really see a lot of, uh, a lot of cool stuff there. Now running into the, uh, last company that I'm going to feature on this podcast, Daniel defense. I'm doing a new gear release for them for Texas fish and game magazine, which will be coming out in the future. And they did the, uh, a couple of things. They have a magazine called the DD 32 or the 32 DD magazine. And, uh, it's a 32 round AR 15 magazine made from a light polymer, uh, that you can find, uh, it's a lightweight, but it's really a strong build, uh, to this magazine, but it's the lightest AR magazine that I own. And I own a few of them. And most people that own AR own more than one magazine. And this is the most lightweight but strong, durable build of a magazine that I've ever held. Um, But it's called the DD-32 and um, just a really good magazine. It holds two extra rounds because mainly with most 30-round AR-15 magazines, you run into the issue of running into, you know, loading maybe 28 rounds, not even getting a full 30 rounds. So with this one, you can load two extra rounds. It's made of a really nice polymer. Um, I believe it's called carbon fiber reinforced polymer. I'm looking at my blog post here. It's the lightest, but the toughest AR magazine that I own for sure. So the DD 32 from Daniel defense, I believe this is the first magazine that they ever produced as well for their guns. So, uh, Daniel defense is obviously pushing the, envelope all the time in the ar-15 category they make a really good ar-15 uh in 223 and now they're coming out with the ambush which is a ar-15 in 308 or more like an ar-10 platform in 308 and um dd5 v1 i believe is another one of the guns they had on display at the show and that's also in 762 by 51 millimeter uh, or 308 Winchester and, um, overall really good fit and finish to their rifles. They, uh, they make great rifles chambered in two, two, three, obviously 5.56 by 45, um, 300 blackout. And then their new ambush rifle, like I said, is in 308 Winchester and, uh, overall just, just great. I know I don't talk a ton of guns on this podcast, but I am today because it was a gun show. It was an NRA show and we were a lot of guns there and it was a lot of fun. So I wrote a summary about the show that I'll read to you real quick, and it says the following. I have written about the fact that we are in the golden age of the outdoor industry many times in the past, and I have. My goal on this trip to the NRA show was with this blog series was to cover what was most important and unique this year. Competition between outdoor industry companies can be fierce, but the winners at the end of the day are you and I, the consumers. New, stud- new strides are taken every year to come out with what's bigger and better, even something simply as something unique and practical that we have never seen before. My point is that just it all keeps getting better. 
you know, and, and to stop reading for a second, it really all keeps getting better. We are in the golden age of firearms. We're in the golden age of archery. We're in the golden age of combining archery and air guns together with something like the airbow that shoots at 450 feet per second, you know. Um, there's so much that we are getting into now that has been very innovative and never seen before. And, you know, there's a lot to complain about with politics. There's a lot to complain about with our society and everything that's going wrong. But I just take an opportunity here on this podcast and in my blog to say, stop looking at everything that's going wrong and look at everything that's going right. Look at how cool it is to live in the current life that we have and enjoy all this stuff. Enjoy a 308 that subgroups at, you know, uh, sub MOA at, you know, less than an inch uh, at 100 yards, you know, group. And, uh, you know, look at different things that uh, we, we were never able to do before, you know, not even 70 years ago, you know, let alone 100 years ago with uh, with modern ammunition and firearms and accuracy and uh, and price point being affordable enough for us to be able to do some things like that, you know. Um, there's so much to be grateful for is what my point is in this podcast. Um, so again, look at life is, this is the golden age of where we are in firearms. And this is the golden age of where we are in archery and everything that we do in hunting and the hunting gear that we take with us and the shooting gear that we take with us to the gun range. It is made more durable and made to build a lot, you know, built to last a lifetime for not even our generation, but the next generation. And, you know, to pass it down from one generation to another, whether it be a firearm or whether it be gear or whatever the case may be, you know, everything is so well made these days, you know, and it's really um, something that I stop and take and thank God for and something that I stop and just take notice of in all the things that we do is, um, is that, you know, things, things are really good right now and they continue to get better and we should be thankful for that and enjoy the outdoors. Like, uh, we've never enjoyed them before because it just keeps getting better and better. So I want to thank you so much for listening. This has been a little bit longer podcast than I anticipated, but once I start talking, I just can't stop. And, um, I'm excited about uh, being back on the airways with you guys again. And thank you for downloading or streaming the show and uh, whatever you do, however you uh, listen to the show, just please subscribe if you wouldn't mind. And that will get you new shows every time that we do. It's absolutely free to, um, to come on the show and, um, and to listen to the show. It's, there's no cost for any of my content on uh, the best of the outdoors podcast. And I'm going to keep it that way. So we can kind of have an opportunity to share with each other, um, different things and, uh, and have fun with the outdoors. So thank you so much again for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show today and have an awesome day in the outdoors. Mm-hmm.